Hey Hubsters, I am Jesse Brockle, joined by the amazing Ashley Geist, and this is the Hub Chatroom, a space created to explore the brain, belly, and body with connection in mind. These labels that we use in mental health field are not inclusive. You're either healthy or disordered. What the heck happens to the rest of us who fall inside of the stigma sandwich? We get lost, and I say, no more. Welcome to a space dedicated to learning and growth, a soft place to land, and a sturdy place to climb. This is a movement that I feel can change the way we approach wellness. And although we work hard to bring inspirational, educational, and impactful info to you, it does not in any way take the place of counseling or dictate a clinician-client relationship. This podcast is for enjoyment, and we encourage you to consult a professional if needing specific services. Let's freaking chat. All right, welcome back, Hubster Chatroom listeners, or welcome if you're joining us for the first time. It's Ashley and Jesse. Hey, hey. We are here today to talk about quality time with ourselves, the importance of enjoying our own company. This is going to be a deep one, I feel. Yeah, big topic. I feel like I need to giggle now that you said that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, I see where you're coming from, though. It is, it can be. And I think sometimes when people have alone time that they're not used to, that can be a deep time. Mm-hmm. I think when we finally get quiet, sometimes we don't know what in the heck to do with that. It can freak it's, people it out. It can be a lot. Yeah, yeah. It can be really overwhelming when yeah. things become still mm-hmm. and you have nothing to kind of distract you. Yeah. You really have to start paying attention to some of the thoughts that you're having, some of the feelings mm-hmm. that you're having. And to be honest, there's lots of people that would rather... Um, just avoid those altogether. And sometimes I'm raising my hand right now. Yep. Me too. Me too. Um, but there's so much beauty in learning how to be in relationship with ourselves. Mm -hmm. I love that you said it's the longest relationship we'll ever be in. Yep. Truth. Truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can't break up with ourselves. No. Yeah. No, no. Doesn't work like that. I don't even want to know what that would look like. I don't think it's good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to recommend not. Breaking up with yourself. Let's not do it. Let's, Let's learn how to that. be in better relationship with ourselves. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good thing, and I think the key words that you you use. How do we learn? Because mm-hmm. I do think it's learned. Is there a chunk of the population that does it well naturally? Yes, I think the more the more introverted a person is, I think the more we enjoy quiet, solitary activities. I think those types of people are going to gravitate to and enjoy alone time more mm-hmm. than others. But it is a positive thing to get to do because we never know, even if we're super social and we have an active social life or we live with other people or we have a big bustling family, there could and probably will come a time and a space when we will be alone and not forever maybe, but for, let's say we travel for work or we have an evening to ourselves where everyone is busy and has plans except for one person. There are just going to be times and places when that is a reality. Mm-hmm. And learning how to not make that something we avoid or roll our eyes at or don't look forward to, but how do we flip the script on that and say, how do I enjoy this time? Mm-hmm. Enjoy that time with self. And so that's what we're going to explore today. And we're going to we're going to check it out. Absolutely. And we know that this is hard. This mm-hmm. this transition of being alone or spending time with self is hard. We see it when we have our kids go off to college mm-hmm. and we empty nest. We're alone for 
some of the first times in a long time. Mm-hmm. We see it when we retire. Mm-hmm. We see it, you know, so we, we really... College students moving absolutely. out for the first time. Yep, yep, absolutely. So the more we practice this idea of being with ourselves and really being able to be okay in that space, I think we make those transitions a little bit easier knowing that we're all going to be in that season at one point mm-hmm. or another. Absolutely. We're all getting older. We're yeah. all going to be in that space of the people around us will pass away. Mm-hmm. Our, our children will have families of their own, you know, and, and it's just, it's natural yep. um, for us to be spending more time on our own as we get older. Mm-hmm. But because, yeah, we won't always be surrounded by others. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do, how do we, how do we go about, Ashley, mm-hmm. developing a healthy sense of self? figuring out how to be in relationship with ourselves. I love this question. I nerd out over it and I think it's super fun (laughs) because I'm very passionate about creating like a rich inner world for self Okay, and knowing ourselves. I know I talked about that a couple episodes back. I'm really passionate about knowing who we are and not only knowing who we are, but then also be letting that be a springboard for um, well, who am I, am I now and who might I become? What I might add to this? I think that's really exciting. And so I'm going to get super practical and say, I think that can be starting with a list of things that we enjoy. Mm. Do we enjoy the music of a certain band? Um, vinyl is coming back, right? Records yes. are a thing now. They were <laughs> for a long time. They were wonderful. And now they're kind of having a resurgence. Do we love to put on records? Do we love to watch movies or a special show? Do we have a hobby that we engage in? Do we have a pet that we like to play with? I really love aquariums. And in college, I had just small aquariums that I could have, you know, I could um, take my fish out and put them in a cool whip dish with some holes poked in the top and they would safely transport (laughs) from place to place. (laughs) Amazingly, they lived a long time. My goldfish, okay, Axel Goldfish. May he rest in peace forever in my backyard. He lived to be like nine and a half years old. No. Yes. He was a 17 cent feeder goldfish. Wow. Yep. That was in a big tank, which I assume would have been fed to a bigger fish. And I was like, I'm going to save you, little goldfish. (laughs) And I got a few. Um, I think he may have been aggressive because the rest of them didn't make it. But Axel Fish lived a beautiful pampered life as my fish for a long time. And I loved caring for him. How old were you when you got Axelfish? 18. 18. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, were you expecting I was like, like seven. I was imagining no. younger, but 18. I love it. 18. But 18. you know what? Perfect example. I remember my first college dorm room and I'm like, here I am setting up my room. And I got into that space and I'm like, oh, I'm going to need a lamp. This mm-hmm. overhead lighting is not going to cut it. And I went out and I got some homey home stuff and it wasn't anything drastic. I think each piece was probably $10, you know, Mm -hmm. and I got a lamp and I got a rug and I think I did get a, like I, there was some clearance throw pillows and I got my goldfish and a little aquarium. And then I was like, okay, now I'm okay. That space felt Mm -hmm. better for you. Mm -hmm. It was not cutting it right away. And not that it was a bad, it wasn't a bad space at all. You know, I had a, a comfortable little living space, but it needed that coziness it needed that comfort and those little touches of home and soft lighting and and I would say that is on topic for what we're doing what do we need 
to feel at home or comfortable in a space. I just watched a video with snowboarder Sean White, who I think is super cool. And he was that red hair. Yeah, right. It is it's something we have in common. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's so he was saying that like he travels with certain things because when you're always on the road, it never feels like home. And so having like a scent or a pillow or a candle or, you know, something like that that you can stick on beside your bedside or here or there kind of brings that feeling of home and that relaxation. Mm -hmm. And I do think that is part of being on our own, whatever that is for us. If we have a special blanket or a scent or something like that, I think that can be a piece of that, just whoever we are. Or if we don't like scents, not having it, you know, right, <laughs> but right. owning who we are and then enjoying doing those things mm -hmm. and kind of inhabiting that mm -hmm. space. Do you think that, so one of the things that kind of comes to my mind is like, you know, so if you get older and you're not sure, like what oh. is going to kind of bring me, re-energize me, yeah. make things peaceful for me, feel like home, mm -hmm. you know, what if, what if you don't know those things? Like what if you just yeah. have never taken the time to really have self-awareness or reflection about mm -hmm. that? Like what would be one of a, like a first step yeah. in like exploring that. Yes. What a good question. That's a fantastic question. And I think super relatable because a lot of people maybe have never had that opportunity or given themselves the time and space. I would say maybe checking some things out in small amounts. You know, I'm not saying we have to like buy all the fishing equipment if we don't know that we like to fish, right? That might be a slippery slope. We don't want to. 89 cent right. investment, I think, is is legit. Yes. So, like you can, you can give yourself the freedom to do that, pull that trigger. Right. <laughs> something, something small. Or could we borrow something from a friend? Right. Uh, maybe we take a class of some kind. And that could be a class in person. Those are wonderful. But it could even be something online. Mm -hmm. Maybe we take a, I know, is it Coursera? that has courses for like cheap and free sometimes. Yes. Yep. They'll have like a $15 class or sometimes for free. You could take drawing or you could do something. Well, even that, you can pull out some paper and a pen. Or if you have a friend that has a guitar, maybe borrow their guitar and um, play around with it. Or I think you can get a ukulele for, I don't know, $15. You know, it's not going to break the bank. Maybe you get a ukulele and um, if it's not your thing, you can donate it or Absolutely. share with someone else. And so I think there are ways to kind of try out things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, make a playlist. Try putting on music. Do you prefer music or do you prefer silence? Try a podcast. Um, do you like it or is it too much and you just don't like it? You know, I think not being afraid to experiment. I like to tell people, pretend you're a scientist and run an experiment. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, middle. I don't know. We don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can suggest things. I don't know if it's going to work or not. Absolutely. Uh, but I think being okay with that. Yeah. And if you try something and you're like, that was the worst, <laughs> we'll cross it off the list. <laughs> right. No harm done. Right. Um, and at least, well, you tried something. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes paves the way to other other things. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, li I really like the idea of having like this, when I think of a relationship with self, like having those experiences to try new things and to explore, being kind of like a detective, but also mm -hmm. like having written reflection. Oh yeah. Love I that. love that. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I know like ugh, so many people, you know, journaling is kind of tough. You know, sometimes when you don't, yeah, I don't know what to write. I don't know yeah. how to write it, but I, I think so much value comes from verbalizing or writing something down rather than just thinking it. Yep. So it takes that self-awareness just a step further. Yeah. And so as you're in exploration of like, what do I like? What brings me joy? What brings me, you know, the, those warm fuzzies? What makes me feel good? 
in my life, really taking the time to like dig into that and Mm -hmm. note, did this help? Did this not help? And then creating a roadmap. Yeah. For yourself as you're trying all of these things. I'm envisioning a list, mm-hmm. like a list on one side, stuff I like, yes, stuff I don't like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and even something as simple as that mm-hmm. can be a springboard mm-hmm. to kind of check it out. I think too, I, I really love what you said about, you know, writing, reflection, get it out where you can see it. I think of like collage. Mm. I think that could be a really cool way it would be. to just kind of find a vibe, which I know is a really loose way to say that, but Imagine a stack of magazines, a scissors, a glue stick, and just go through it and find images that speak to you. They don't have to mean anything. Right. It could be words. It could not be words. It could be a picture of a giraffe or a butterfly or a, you know, peach pie or whatever. Yeah. And you just go through and you collect imagery that speaks to you. You slap it on the page in front of you, however you like it, however it fits. Mm -hmm. And then use that as like, what's on there? Yeah. What is, I think sometimes that art is a way into who we are, Mm -hmm. especially when we're stuck in the intellectual, when we're stuck in the, I don't know, sometimes just taking a a creative approach. Easy, right? You can get magazines, sheet of paper. (laughs) It doesn't take a whole lot, but I think doing those things can be super, super Mm -hmm. helpful. Mm -hmm. We do that sometimes um, in sessions and stuff. Mm, And it's so funny because lately I've been getting a lot of men's health magazines. Yeah. And so my, (laughs) it's kind of interesting. You start to see like patterns of, so Mm -hmm. my, um, my encouragement is to have a plethora of options, (laughs) not just men's health. (laughs) Your your board, your interest board (laughs) might look very different depending on what available magazines you yeah. have so and I'd say too some like some resources for that if if people don't have just asking around mm-hmm. asking people um giving a shout out to your friends and family hey if you have old magazines right. I'm going to work on a project and you don't even have to tell them what it is if you don't want to but just I know lots of people will collect those for art sometimes absolutely um, or if you know of somewhere that gets a magazine on the regular and has some old ones sitting around you can always say hey if you're not going to use these mm-hmm. I would collect them for art. And And one thing I love about the collage idea is there's no right way. So you you can't mess it up. Like if you're not artistic, it doesn't matter. And also you can keep layering if Mm -hmm. you find something that after a couple of days doesn't speak to you. You can put something over it. You can continue to build on it. And so it's kind of a representation if you wanted to use it as that is how you're growing through your seasons too. So So you could do one and then as you, you know, a couple years later, you could you know, mm-hmm. go on top of it and do it again. See how it's oh. changed. Compare those pictures. Yeah. Um, you know, because I think not only are you trying to get to know yourself, but you're trying to see how far you've come. Mm-hmm. Also, who did I used to be? Yeah. And who am I now? And what does that say about my experiences? Mm-hmm. Um, what does it say about my life? Um, what does it mean? And then we take those, fast forward another five years. Wow. You really get a sense of how rich your life really is. And living the day-to-day, I think we miss that. We do. We miss it. It's just natural. Yeah. But if we look at and reflect over a span of time, we can really see the big movements Mm -hmm. and shifts that we're making as humans. When I picture someone doing that and exploring that and even taking a broader look at their life, I think of like the sense of appreciation Mm -hmm. that that could bring 
and in a really healthy way, like looking that, looking at that and saying, well, wow, look what I've created and, or look what I'm creating. (laughs) It's an ING Mm -hmm. um, that we can look at and say, you know what, this that has been is really amazing. And what's in progress. Absolutely. Sitting right here. And I think those are all tools for cultivating that healthy sense of self and being okay with ourselves and growing to the next place too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about spending time alone, does spending time alone mean being lonely? I don't think it has to. No, I don't either. I don't think it has to. <laughs> and this will sound ironic maybe, but it's okay to put on voices when you're alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think for really social people, for people that are um, very much wanting that connection too. And maybe I, I do think there's forced aloneness sometimes. Let's say we're a single person and we just moved to a new place and we don't have, uh, maybe we don't have any new friends yet, or it's like, we're just getting our bearings down. You know, I think it's perfectly okay to put on a show or put on a podcast and to liven up our space. Even if we're the right. only one there, right. turn on some lights, put on some voices. So we hear voice, you know, human voices and laughter and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's very positive. Right. We can also use that time to connect with others. Ironic, but true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we could write a card. We could send out a handwritten note. Mm-hmm. Anything like that, I think, is all prime stuff to do when we're by ourselves. It doesn't always have to be deep internal right. reflection and processing. And like you said, I, people get scared of that. Um, and so I think it's totally okay to be by ourselves and put on a funny movie that we've watched, you know, 27 times. Right. That's okay too. Right. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a horrible experience. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it might be uncomfortable yep. at first mm-hmm. because we're not used to it. Yeah. But over time, the goal is that you actually start to enjoy mm-hmm. it and see the value in it. And that's when, when you know you're onto something. Yeah. You're, you're doing something that really matters when you're creating that space for yourself. Mm-hmm. So practice makes perfect for sure. Yeah, so yeah. positive. And yeah. I think too, I think of the movie Eat, Pray, Love. Yes. You were watching one. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's a favorite of mine where she's sitting on the floor of her apartment and she's making all the different eggs. Yes. She's trying different eggs and she is uh, making food for her. So maybe I'm mixing up my movies now that I say that. Am I mixing up my movies? It's Julia Roberts in a different movie, isn't it? Yes, it is. Which movie is it? I don't know. Oh, picturing some listener being like really bothered, like yeah, shouting like, in their kitchen, like, ah, it's this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm running them down in my head. Is it Notting Hill? Is it, I don't know. Anyway, Julia Roberts plays a lovely character. She tries many different kinds of egg preparations <laughs> to find what she likes yeah. for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, she's discovering herself. All those movies I said were not it. It's completely a different one where she lives in a small town. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but we love Julie Roberts. And now you have some movie suggestions for your alone time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Eat, pray, love, though. She is. Um, she buys herself clothing that she wouldn't otherwise buy. And she just enjoys it herself. She sees some beautiful lingerie in a shop window. And she treats herself to it. Not for so anybody cool. else. Nope. It is just for her. 
And I do remember she is making eggs. I believe in that scene too. (laughs) (laughs) So make yourself some eggs and put on something you love to wear. Yeah. If that's one thing you can find out today is how you like to eat your eggs. (laughs) Start with that. Yes. (laughs) Start with that. So Ashley, what are some tips for, for those of us who might be a little bit apprehensive, Mm -hmm. might be a little bit uncomfortable. What are some tips for us to start to like enjoy our own company? Yeah. I think having a few ideas in our mind or on our planner, maybe we even write them down, a handful of things we might do okay. when we are alone. So let's say we we are we have some alone time coming up and maybe it's just like whoever we live with is working or something or everybody's busy, but we're, we happen to be at home. We're like, gosh, what should I do with that? I think making a little short list of some things we could do and then allow ourselves to pick. And it doesn't have to be anything great or it could be great, you know, if you wanted to go out and treat yourself to coffee mm-hmm. on the town. Or if you want to curl up with a book or take a bath or um, do an art project or watch a movie no one else likes or right. anything. And I think it's okay, too, to put practical stuff on that list to say, you know what, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, right? I'm right. going to, um, if it's a task, I think that's okay to put a task in that spot. Okay. To be like, you know what, I haven't, our pantry overfloweth and it's time to <laughs> put things on the shelf. I don't think that's all bad. <laughs> Especially if someone is like sitting still is really bothersome or uncomfortable. I think it's okay to do a task. But one thing I'd say with that is we don't have to cram it full of tasks. Maybe it's okay, one little task and we put on something we like to listen to Mm -hmm. or we put on a movie and tidy up a space or fold laundry or something like that. I don't know. That would be the first thing that I'd say because I think people get super intimidated. What am I going to do Saturday night when I'm all by myself? It's Mm -hmm. like, what couldn't you do? There are lots of things that right. you could do. Well, and preparation great. Is, is a big piece of this. Yeah. So, you know, having that list available yeah. before mm-hmm. you're going to commit to that time mm-hmm. can can take some of that pressure off. So you aren't sitting there like twiddling your thumbs like, oh gosh, what should I do? What should I do? Yeah. Um, and, and also Google. Yes. Google, because there's yeah. people out here doing this work and have lots of ideas. Mm-hmm. And so if you even put in the search bar, I'm looking for something to do with myself, yep. you know, positive for alone myself, time. positive alone time, self-care, oh, yeah. it's going to get you lots of ideas to at least yep. get you started. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. ideas for all different personality types. Right. If we've got someone that really, or and I'll say too, different personality types, but what we need at different times, days, and spaces. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes, and we've, we've chatted about this before, sometimes we really need to get moving. Yeah. And we really need to move our body, and that's going to help us a lot. Or sometimes we need to be still, mm-hmm. and that is what we need, and that's going to help us a lot. So I would say things that are going to you know be supportive of who you are, but also not being afraid to look at things in a different light and say, you know what, I'm tired but a little bit of Pilates on the floor is going to like re-energize me and get some endorphins going and feel really good. Right. And so looking at those, those pieces and I love your idea of, yeah, throw it out there and um, use our resources. If we're really stumped, mm-hmm. that's completely cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of movement, you guys missed it. I wish we had a video cam in here because <laughs> um, Ashley was totally doing some epic stretches yes. in between podcasting. So <laughs> She lives the value oh, of movement. You. I love it. I love it. Because oh, I'm going to be like the shape of my chair when we get done. Right. Don't. Right. Flat butt. Yes. Yeah. It's so good for us. It just gets the blood moving. And yeah. especially after a long day, kind of get re-energized. Mm-hmm. Yes. So alone time, we can make it active and or 
we can self-reflect too. So we have a little list here. What are your thoughts on that list? How can we self-reflect? And I'll say too, what would be your advice for someone who is scared of Mm self-reflection or it hasn't gone well in the past, or maybe they tend to spiral down and get really bummed out Mm -hmm. or it's, I don't know. What would be your thoughts for someone like that? Who's like, yep, I want to try it. I want to self-reflect, but it also makes me super nervous. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I think about is building parameters um, to do that safely. Mm -hmm. And what that might look like is creating um, journal prompts that are very specific Mm -hmm. um, that you just, you really, when you're using them and you're, you're, you're committing to that time of self-reflection. It, it's very pointed. It's very direct. And you don't allow yourself or your mind to dig any deeper and further. Um, so it's kind of that that natural stop. And then when you're outside of that moment, revisiting that reflection and saying, do I need to go deeper? And how do I do that in a way that is going to be good for me? Because yeah. sometimes reflection does not, it is not a positive experience. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of thoughts about our past experiences or ourselves. And so if if we're entering a space of judgment, criticism, we know that's not, that's not at all what we're trying to get to. Mm -hmm. Um, Self-awareness and reflection is about understanding our actions and behaviors and um, figuring out what they mean about what we're needing in our lives. And so I think that would be kind of the, the best way. Uh, another way might be to have um, somebody that you trust um, that's going through this journey with you and will allow you to do some reflection with them. Yeah. Um, to say, hey, I'm going to try this thing tonight. Can I call you in the morning and talk to you about how it goes? And, you know, a lot of times, you know, your friends will already know a lot of things about you mm-hmm. that you yourself don't really quite realize yet yeah Um, because they're observing all the time and they see patterns where sometimes we don't and so if you have a special person that can kind of help lead you and guide you to make sure that experience is positive Mm -hmm. I think that would be a good way too that's super cool Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's really neat and I'd say too a lot of times those people when it's a healthy relationship they are going to have a loving, balanced perspective of that. Mm-hmm. Where in our own mind, we don't always. Sometimes we are our worst yeah. critic. And we're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, me and this thing. What's the deal? Yep. And that good support person outside of us might go, yeah, sometimes. And also, you're really good at this. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, kind of that balancing. So I love that idea of connect with someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the parameters, the boundaries, it's the idea of boundaries are like a fence. They keep us safe. Absolutely. They keep, <laughs> they keep us knowing where we are and where the limit is. And I think that's a great suggestion. Well, and we get to jump the fence if we want to, mm. but we do it with a very clear understanding of what that means. Yeah. Um, and, and when we do it, we're going to do it in a really safe and intentional way. So tips for enjoying your own company. We have a little list here. I'm curious, what are some of your favorite ways to enjoy your own company? You've got a night alone. What are you going to (laughs) do? Well, I'm definitely going to cook a pizza. Mm, (laughs) That is, that is like my go-to comfort food. I don't know what it is about it, but I just, I love, love, love it. Also, I love to watch movies. 
by myself. There's something about having that aloneness Mm -hmm. and um, being able to just fully immerse myself into a story. Um, And it seems like when there's people around me, I tend to kind of fracture my energy a little bit and pay attention Mm -hmm. to like what's going on around me, tending to the people around me. What's their experience like? Right, right. And it's just natural for me. So Mm -hmm. when I'm alone, I really can like deep dive into this story and this experience and like think about it. So that's my number one thing. I just, I love Mm -hmm. to do it. I also love scents. So Mm -hmm. like candles, you know, fragrances and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that are just calming to me or remind me of something or someone that I care about kind of makes me just like, you know, a cozy blanket and you kind of sink into the couch and, and you just take some time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds great. How about you? I like to read. Do you? Yeah. And I feel when I'm alone, I feel like, um, it's like, Reading time unleashed. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, it's going to get nuts right, in here. It's going to get crazy. <laughs> if I just read for the longest time and do nothing else, who cares? It's just, it's fine. Yeah. You know, it's what kind okay. Of, what kind of books do you like? You know, I like, this is a silly example as well, but true. I like books where not a whole lot is going on. Yes. It is a little bit on the boring (laughs) side. Some people drink tea together and maybe it's bad. (laughs) Like I don't want any suspense. I want maybe a mystery about a missing watch or something like that. I love it. (laughs) I like books that are set in kind of older time periods Mm -hmm. where there is less. There's just kind of less stimulation. There's... Mm -hmm you know, less technology happening. I think that's really, really super interesting. That is. And so I definitely use them as escape if I'm reading some fiction. Um, Nothing too intense, nothing too scary or, you know, a whole lot, you know, very emotional or anything like that. Just kind of enough going on like Mm -hmm. to stay interested, but not a lot. And so books (laughs) like that. I also like things that are um, spiritual, self-growth, things about hobbies that I enjoy, but sometimes that's a fine line too, because then it can feel workish. Yeah. That's tough because there's so many books I want to read for work. And yet if we're doing intentional, relaxing alone time, I sometimes have to pick up something different. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. I was, when I was on vacation just recently, Mm. I took a couple of books and, and I told myself that it was going to be fun. And (laughs) it was interesting. And we were sitting by the pool and I got out my highlighter and my pen (laughs) and my book. We are on vacation now. (laughs) And my husband looks over at me and he's like, really? Like, that, like highlighters? Yeah. No, 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 no. And, (laughs) and yeah, you're right. If, if you, sometimes we do have those books that we read that are taskish. I'm going to do this. I'm going to learn something. What am I learning? I'm going to take take notes. Um, And and that's awesome and all. But Mm -hmm. I definitely think if you're thinking about spending time with yourself and relaxing and recharging, looking at what you're doing is is important. For sure. Yeah. You know what else is good? Autobiography. Ooh. I love autobiographies. I don't read a lot of those. Yeah. That is something I've gotten Hmm. into that I think they're so fun. I like audiobook autobiographies Mm -hmm. in the writer's voice. Ooh. That is super fun. Mm-hmm. So Michelle Obama's Becoming was one that I really love because she reads it. And yes. so she's telling her story in her own voice. Alicia Keys, More Myself, so good. And then there's like piano music sprinkled through it. So that is really special. Yeah. And so something like that. I have Betty White's 
autobiography. And I think she has a couple. So this is, I want to I can't remember the title of it, but she's dressed in purple on the cover. And I have the actual book for that one. And I think that's just so fun yeah. to pick that up and read someone's story. And especially when it's someone that is interesting and you care about, you're kind of invested in. And Absolutely. That's cool. I really want to read too. I want to read are Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. Done it. And, and how is it? Oh, it's so good. Do you love it? The audiobook is even better, though, because he it's reads voice. it. Yeah. Yes. And he speaks really kind of quick. Yeah. And so it's it's amazing. Mm. Like, you feel like you're in it. But, yeah, it, it really is a, a very interesting, um, inspiring yeah. uh, book. And to hear about some of the experiences that he has had um, yeah. just throughout his life um, really makes you stop and think about all of the accidental nuggets of awesomeness that have happened in your yeah. life. That's cool. I can't yeah. wait to read that. He's, That's going to go on my summer listen so list. Yeah, yes. You'll like it. That one at Will Smith's autobiography. I want to read that one too. I haven't read that one. Yeah, I haven't either. So something to look forward to. And I think that's a great point. When do we do those things we're going to look forward to? Right. That's a great opportunity to take that alone time and say, oh, I'm going to put on my audiobook. Right. I'm going to do, I'm going to work on this project. I got to um, a craft or something, pick up a craft to do. Yeah. And I really like that idea of using creativity to kind of explore and nurture and bring out that awareness and reflection and just getting to know yourself. Um, even if you're not creative, um, you know, even that, that act of doing cooking, yep. creating, it just unlocks a special piece of us. Absolutely. And so I love that. That's a that's a great tip. I think we're quick to label ourselves as creative or not creative. Right. And that's probably a different podcast altogether. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say too, if you feel like, oh, I'm not a creative person, I'm gonna strike that right, right there. You most likely are in some facet or fashion of your life. Right. Arranging furniture. Well, that's creative. Yeah. You know, it is. Yeah. Welding something together to make a shape. That's creative. Like you said, cooking dinner. Like there are so many ways that we get into that creative space. And I'd say too, if we've been told along the way we aren't good at music, um, playing an instrument, singing, making visual art with paints or something like that, um, try it anyway. Right. Try it anyway. Who cares? Yep. Sing by yourself, make art by yourself. It's about the process. Exactly. Yeah. Good stuff. So I'm looking forward to some alone time now that we've gotten all excited yeah. about it. <laughs> Anything else? I'm looking at our list here. A couple things we haven't touched on. Alone time is a great time for spiritual time, mm -hmm. meditation, prayer, right. um, reading, something like that. Connecting with nature. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't talk a lot about that. But Gardening, yeah. houseplants, mm -hmm. walking outside, mm -hmm. playing with a pet. Yep. And also just resting. All good things. And I think, too... Never a better time. Right. We've just got some space. That is, oh, it's okay not to constantly be producing, mm -hmm. to take that time to ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. You're awesome, Ashley. You're awesome, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome, listeners. Woo! Thank you for being here with us and for thinking some thoughts. We hope that you found something to maybe take away and try. And if your life is super busy and you're like alone time, that's cute. We encourage you to to <laughs> think about. When is your next sliver of alone time? Where is a, a little chunk that you could cultivate? Um, even a commute or, you know, a little bit of time in the car, listening to your music, whatever's your flavor, but looking where are those spaces and how do we thrive in them? Okay, thanks for listening.